For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. reality. Hello. Hello, everyone. Episode 12, the final episode of 2020. Yes. This is it. We're here. That's it. Are you excited? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm so interested to see what 2021 <laughs> has to bring. So I'm like, ready for supposedly it. Supposedly, we're just the alien. You're supposed to just leave it alone and see what 2020 wants to do. We can't have any expectations. For sure, yeah. I don't because, like I said, at this point, mm-hmm. cue the alien. <laughs> awesome. Um, a ton to cover today, so we're kind of segmenting last week and this week again because we wrapped a Bachelorette. So we picked up OC, SLC, and Challenge from last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Potomac Part Three, oh. 90 minutes, end it all. And what am I missing? And below deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next week we'll pick up regular Atlanta. Season. Yeah, everything's back to normal. Atlanta, Dallas, OC, SLC. Mm-hmm. There's no challenge this week. Um, yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah, no, not nothing exciting. Well, I am starting Bachelor on you are Monday. Yeah. Um. I don't know what else is coming back from winter break, but I'll I'll check that out too to see. I think like Million Little Things comes back early. Mm. uh, Late March, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all their filming is all messed up for I know. I know. Um, We got some hot topics today. Lots of housewife hot topics. Yes. Um, Kind of a big thing that I've taken front and center is the Hilaria Baldwin. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she, her name is Hillary, apparently, not Hilaria. Um, She has created this persona, public persona of Mm. being Spanish from Spain, moving back to the States and moving back and forth in Boston and all this stuff. And some... Instagram people started <laughs> digging and finding like everything to discredit poor right. Hilaria. Um, yeah, I'm interested. So, well, first and foremost, I'm interested as to why this has happened. I mean, if she just felt so connected to her culture, to this culture, I'm not really sure. Well, and I feel like she's kind of like staked her claim of like, there was videos from like the today show of her cooking. And she's like, how do you say cucumber? Like yes. she like, like really played it up, yeah. which is weird. I mean, you had to know at some point someone's going to call you out on that. And well, and, and there's like high school graduation pictures, and like she claims she came back at 19, which doesn't make any right. sense. But her parents retired in Mallorca. Well, that's the thing that's strange, though. If you grew up here and you went to school here and you're famous now for these things, don't you think somebody eventually is going to be like, "Hey, I went to school with you." Yeah, and like, I mean, I would all through grade school, like. You're from outside of Boston. It's like, so strange. Your name is Hillary Thomas. Yeah, I mean, if you just want to reinvent yourself, like, just say that. Like, I identify with this culture. I spent some time there. And I also feel like, I mean, people have been, like, body shaming her because, like, she posted after the oh, kid. Yeah. Like, I mean, that this has been going is- on for seven years. Like, yeah. I think they got married in 2012. So eight years. Like, people have been, like, looking for reasons. And then this is just a bombshell. Like. Insane. It's yeah. everywhere. Like I said, the new racial goal is all. She issued a statement. Alec Baldwin issued a statement. I mean, they're all just like. And what can you say? What's your statement? She's like attached to that culture. Oh, okay. and All right. Yeah. 
Hey. I think she kind of was like, why are you attacking me kind of thing? Well, because it's strange. Man. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, odd. It's a little different. You're not you're not from there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, hey, live your life. Yellow. But I mean, the, the accent is definitely like playing that up is weird for me. Is it like Doritish? Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, yeah. Maybe Erica Jane like you're from Massachusetts. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Speaking of Erica Jane, mm-hmm. production, mm-hmm. somebody has leaked some info that everything that's going on right now has been all on camera and she is not holding back. Fantastic. So bring on season 11. Finally, somebody gives the deets. Like we we keep going through these mysterious divorces. I'm glad at least yeah. she's being transparent. Oh, did you see like the tax lien? So the year that she signed on to Housewives, there was like, a million dollar tax lien against them a year later. There was like a two minute, like mm. there's been tax issues with him from she the beginning. She should not have been spending that money then on all that glam. If they had those kind of problems. I mean, he probably like was like, yeah, you got this. Oh do you do you. Um, I guess we're going to talk about this with Potomac, but Monique has officially quit. Apparently contracts have gone out. I don't buy any contracts rumors from any season anywhere. I always feel like everyone says, oh, I got a contract. Like nothing is finalized, A, until you're filming, or B, until it airs. Like people have been cut mid-season. People like, there's so much that can happen. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. Like, yeah, sure. They offered you. If they're they're saying they're offering you, they want you to come back. But I mean, I think as we get into this uh, reunion here, it was inevitable and evident to me that she was going to have to quit because there was no way that was going to work. Well, and then she said... She went live. She checked into her hotel. So they went to New Jersey to film for some reason. I don't know why. Hmm. Uh, it might have been like Andy traveling Maryland, D.C. I don't know. Uh, so they all went to New Jersey. She got her hotel plans. And her hotel was different than everybody else's. Did you see this? No. <gasps> oh, this is good. Okay. So she's saying like she checked in. She goes to her room. Karen's like, hey, where are you at? I'll come say hi. She's like, oh, I'm at 818. Karen goes 818. Karen's like, what? Answer your door. Monique's like, you didn't knock. Monique like opens the door and they realize they're at different hotels. Oh. So Monique feels as though production like shunned her to a different hotel. Well, I think that you would have to if Giselle's <clears throat> not even going around without security. Yeah. So. so then she checked out of the Bravo hotel that they gave her and paid for her own rooms for her own glam and her at the right hotel because she wasn't going to be blacklisted Mm. like that or whatever. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, so her point is like production never had her back. No, but I mean, I also, I think she has to realize there's a lot of liability issues. If like half the people are not feeling safe, you can't really put them in the same place. Well, and like, there's like, Lawsuits and Absolute, the whole Jamal. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just like I mean, I think yeah. that that's like understandable. Yeah. Um, I found it hilarious. Yeah. To find out that way is hilarious. But like, I don't understand why it matters. And she's like, oh, well, I would have been late. I was at the wrong hotel. I'm like, but they clearly put you there it for a reason. A yeah. You, you wouldn't have even known that if Karen didn't call. Yeah. <laughs> she said she would have been really upset if she would have found out that morning. I'm like, what? If she didn't know, like, if she was why going Why does downs- it matter? I don't know. You, who cares? It's not like they put you in a Motel 6. <laughs> and they paid for it, but then she paid for her own rooms. Okay. And she kept saying, she's like, I put it on my own car. Like, I paid for it. Like, we got it. Yeah, okay. We got it. Okay. Um, New York, Leah revealed that she had more plastic. So, like, she had her nose done at the end of last season. Um, 
She now got a boob lift. So she had implants, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But she had mm-hmm. a lift or maybe just like a re-up okay. of her. She said well, they were droopy, but they were C's. They didn't look like C's last season. So I'm shocked that I don't know. Well, you know, every so many years you have to replace them. Yeah. But also, you know, just the natural collagen of it all. <clears throat> yeah. It, things start to drop down a little. So, you know, make it so be a little she got. Good for she you. Got them done. Good job, girl. So either they're maybe they're no, because they're filming though. I don't know. Maybe she got it done during filming. That's maybe because they got a break for the holidays and she figured she'd just get it yeah, done. Knock it out. Because hey. they were ice skating mm-hmm. on top of that building, whatever, like two weeks ago. Last yeah. week, whatever. Weird. Um, and finally, Deandra from Dallas. Dallas is premiering on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, Deandra is in the ICU on oxygen with COVID. Yes. Which is like She's Terrible. like the hardest hit housewife so far. Yeah. Crazy. No, it's it's so. awful. I mean, I don't as far as I know, she doesn't have pre-existing conditions, but no. from what I hear, um, she's having a rough time. So definitely well wishes to her. Sending good thoughts. Yes, for sure. Um, let's jump into 90 minutes of Potomac. Oh boy. That was a heavy 90 minutes, let me tell you. I mean, it just like kept going. I I don't know. It was just so much. Midway through, I just found myself being like, there's absolutely no way to come back from this mess. No. Like, there's just, I, it was, it was the first time I watched it and just really was like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. Because yeah. I, you know, those moments where you just want to jump in and be like, first of all, like, I have <laughs> yeah. so much to say, but it was just so uncomfortable watching this, these interactions. And I, I will get in, obviously, yeah, touch the points, but yes. Um, so we pick back up. Candace is crying backstage with Chris. Um, she comes back out. Andy actually looks at Monique and he's like, you never have apologized. Right. Um, and Monique says, nope, because she triggered me again. Not mm-hmm. taking responsibility, not shocking. Um, Candace says that she only pressed charges because Monique tried to control the narrative. I mean, I don't know if I believe that 100%. I mean, she did wait a while. She did wait a while. And I think that after, you know, she wasn't getting the response that she wanted. And then, you know, the advising her mother was giving her, like, I think that she was probably getting a lot of influence saying, like, absolutely not. You need to do this. Well, and then she's like, we never leaked it. We didn't tell anybody. Da, 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 da. And then she's like, well, my family came over and then a friend came over and I told that friend and then that friend leaked it. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, who are you surrounding yourself with Gigi and this guy? Like, uh, Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing. It's like you have to be able to take responsibility for the people around you. Yeah. You may not have, but it, they did. Then you need to own that. Well, and I, I wish they would have shown the meeting at Karen's house when Monique confirmed the timeline of her. The, of the right. leak. Like, no one knew about it in the next 48 hours, and it leaked that Absolutely. day. Yeah. Like, right. it was obvious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that ultimately, for me, it just is kind of one of those things that this whole back and forth, like, uh, one saying this, I filed because of this, I sued because of that, well, you wanted money, you wanted this. Like, the bottom line is that everybody played a part here. No, you got to take the accountability, and just, like, it is what it is. It's yeah. dropped because, you know, for whatever reason, they said, well, kind of both are at yeah. fault. But let's just move forward. Right. Like, why are we still? I don't want the way that it goes. <laughs> it's like you see that they can't. And the thing yeah. that bothers me is like Candace is crying and she's so damaged by this and so affected and she's going through all these things. But then she gets back out there and the minute Monique starts talking, she's got all these oh, comments, yeah. uh-huh. like nasty, snarky comments. And it's mm. like, this is what we're saying. Like, this is what I'm saying. Uh, so Andy asks, 
if everyone on the stage thinks that legal action was too far and everybody says, yes, like she's got a family, she can't go to jail, whatever. And Giselle says, maybe she needs an ankle bracelet. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) like really. But then Monique says, we heard this before that Candace's attorney wanted millions. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get that. No, nobody was, no, nobody was maimed and disfigured in this. Not going to happen. No. Um, and then they asked Ashley about her statement, which was really funny to me because Ashley didn't defend Monique. No. She said, I knew that my statement, I knew Monique's charges weren't going to, like, she knew Candace wasn't going to be affected by Monique's charges legally. Candace wasn't going to jail. She right. knew that, quote unquote. But she didn't say, like, oh, I did it for Monique, which is kind of how the narrative changed from when she said on the season why she gave the statement. And I think that I, it was interesting to how she acknowledged that watching it back, yeah. she didn't realize how serious it really was. Because again, you were in the bathroom. Right. So it was like, it kind of played to the <laughs> point that everybody yeah. was saying, like, this is why everybody said you weren't there to make this kind of a statement. Also, let's flash back to when Ashley Darby told everyone that Monique was drunk when she crashed yes, her Bentley. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so Candace brings up that the Samuels talk shit about the Darbys. And Ashley actually says a really something I enjoyed. She said, I'm not saying I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Obviously you do. Because mm-hmm. who doesn't talk shit about Michael Darby? Um, yeah. Um, but like we're friends now. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. And but does I mean, it, I think matter? it doesn't because I think at that time they were both talking shit about each other. Fair. So once you acknowledge that and you decide to move on, you have to kind of leave that behind knowing that you both did it. I mean, I mean you know, she, she knows she said a lot. This is the most dysfunctional group of seven women I've ever seen in my entire life. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, everybody pretty openly speaks poorly about Michael Darby in front of her anyways. So, I I know she... He's at a wedding. (laughs) But I think when you get to a place where it's like, okay, I said these damaging things about you. We had a falling out. Yeah. We repaired this friendship. It's very possible we've said some things about each other in the past. But if we're moving forward, we're moving forward. Do you think they're going to be friends now that Monique's on the show? I think so. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think her and Ashley, they seem to have a connection. I I don't, I mean, if she would go so far as to write a statement for her. I just don't think that, I think Ashley was awkwardly quiet during the entire reunion. I think she also knew she had to be very careful because Michael wasn't there and he was such a topic of so many things. Yeah. Like, you say one wrong thing and they're coming for your husband and (laughs) everything else, so you better just be really... itching. (laughs) Right. So you learn to be quiet really early on. Um, So Monique does take full responsibility for her actions, but Mm -hmm. she does claim that when she was little, her dad used to put his finger on her head and that's her therapist helped her realize that's her trigger. Mm -hmm. I mean, I appreciated that she took the time to explain and acknowledge and apologize but girl, it was kind of wasted. 370 but, days late. Well, it, it was wasted at that point. Yeah. And the problem is this was November 2019. Well, the problem <laughs> is, and the problem with the situation like this is that because of the filming and because of all the circumstances, they were immediately separated. And they never were in a position where anybody tried to initiate a conversation between just the two of them to have any kind of resolve. Well, and my issue now is Monique's story doesn't add up. Oh, I didn't deal with it, but then I talked with it. Like you dealt with it right away. I didn't tell anybody, but you did tell someone now within 48 hours and they leaked it, but then you didn't 
you went under into hiding, but you clearly did. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what the real story is. Like, mm. did you black out for three days? Like you told us and you didn't deal with anything for three weeks. Like you said on camera, but then now you're at the reunion saying you had family and friends over to like get through it. I, I don't, I don't know. And like your pastor was there. I, I just don't, I don't know what the actual timeline was. Like, it just feels like none of the stories are adding up for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it matters anymore at this point. I think that the bottom line is we are, we all saw it. We know, you know, who what the parts both played and irregardless, like you can't put your hands on people. Well, and now Monique wrote a song. Yes. Have you heard it? It's terrible. No, I have it's no bad. desire to listen to <laughs> it's it. It's real bad. Um, <laughs> and then Andy's actually getting a lot of flack for this online. He said, it doesn't sound great, but I think what he meant was, like, it doesn't sound great that you wrote a song. You said mm-hmm. it's not about her. It's clearly about Candace. Well. It's called Drag drag Me or Drag You or yeah. I mean, I Drag Queen. That. Drag Queen. Well, first thing, <laughs> um, Andy's getting a lot of flack in general because he's supposed to be a moderator. Yeah. And he had a lot of opinions. But I also think with him creating the show, he's going to have a lot of opinions. He's a big part of yeah. these women and what goes on. And so he's going to have things to say. And part of also having good moderator is like the side comments. But I also like he called Candace a disaster. I mean, mm-hmm. I honestly, there's a rumor that Wendy, Karen, Giselle, and Candace have contracts in hand. Mm-hmm. I don't buy that yet. Wendy says she got hers and she will be back. I guess that might be happening. I don't know. I don't, again, I'm not buying into, I don't buy into any, con- we've heard contract rumors for 20 years now on Housewives. Like I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't buy it. Um, so it's funny to me that Robin and Ashley aren't in that rumor group. Mm-hmm. But Candace is when like, he definitely didn't take Candace's side. No, but he also knows he can't get rid of her yeah. because of coming off of this. Like you need to have that continued storyline of some sort. Yeah. Um, and now clearly there's some conflict with her and Karen. So <laughs> I mean, I can't see them, you know, not bringing back Robin. She's going to have a wedding yeah. at some point. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I don't doubt it, but it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see. So Karen says, again, she's not picking a side. Um, and then this just drives me nuts. So they asked Karen point blank about the wig party mm-hmm. and how what she said. And she goes, well, I said she wasn't invited to the event. I invited her to the pre-event. I'm like, okay, Karen... Yeah, I we're mean, not playing. You can play semantics if yeah. you want to. Like, okay, so you didn't invite her to the actual yeah. event, but you still invited her to the vicinity of where Candace could have showed up early and they could have crossed paths. That's yeah. the point of what they're trying to say. And even Andy was like, "Let me guess, you're gonna like mince words here and like make it work for yourself." Um, Andy. Uh, so here's this was weird for me. I'd never heard of this. Karen called production and mm-hmm. asked for help for Candace because of her breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because she sent Karen a crazy message and told her to go straight to hell. <laughs> so. said, I hope you burn in hell forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, I mean, I don't think that's it, alarming. I don't think it's like that. Ba- I, I, I mean, I feel like I've sent way worse messages to people, but I'm just like, I don't know if that's. She didn't say I'm gonna blow up the white house i mean we don't really know all of what was said or done that would have triggered her to think there was a problem but either way if she's saying hey i think 
she needs some sort of help because I do care about her. I didn't call and say fire her. I yeah. called and said help her. Yeah. So Andy that. thinks that Karen genuinely cares. Yeah. I I that's what I got from it yeah. when she was talking about it. <laughs> I didn't see that air of like when she says things about Giselle and you could tell she's just saying it, but she doesn't really a hundred percent mean it. No. But with <laughs> this, I didn't get that from her. Giselle spent a lot of time looking at her rings. Oh. Just like mm, I was nope. over her this this whole time. I just she rubbed me wrong on this part. I mean, three. I think that like she we'll get there. <laughs> so the men come out to quite possibly the most awkward moment I've ever witnessed on camera. Mm. So they're not filming yet. Well, right. The cameras are rolling, but they're not filming. Right. They're all sitting around, and Andy's like, hey, did you? Did Juan play with Michael Jordan? I just finished the 10-part series. I never watched it. It was so good. Um, So good. Did did you watch it? The Last Dance, da-da-da-da-da. And so Chris Samuels is talking to Monique. Andy interrupts them and says, hey, Chris, did you watch The Last Dance, the 10-part? And Chris is like, no, Andy, I'm watching people try to ruin my family. Right. But he was, like, very angry. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... It just didn't feel it like it was definitely like a of, whoa moment. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't like he just directly asked him only, he was talking about it with the other men and yeah. was trying to include him in the conversation. Yeah. So well, it was also like Chris is like a giant man. Yes. He's very like deep voice, like he's intimidating to mm-hmm. to begin with. And like it was a very out of turn. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Bravo had security on. Like, it was that, like... I mean, I didn't feel... Pointed. Like that. I didn't feel like he was just going to attack everyone. But um, you could definitely tell he wanted to set the tone of what he was there to talk about. Yeah. That's all he wanted to talk about. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, They get to Ray. They talk about Karen wanting her money back. Ray says, go for it. I've got a good lawyer. (laughs) And that she was spoiled for years. And And he makes a great point. Yeah, I mean... And I think we said this six weeks ago. It was like... They're in a marriage that, like, it's... And like he said, she never was wanting for anything. She had credit cards and money at her disposal to buy and shop and do whatever (laughs) she wanted. So if he needed to be bailed out, like, that's technically our money. Um, Even though it was money you made, you shouldn't have a problem helping me out because I've been affording this lifestyle all these years. Yeah. Made sense to me. They, I was kind of like a cute, light, fun, like, razzing between Mm -hmm. them, you know? It wasn't like no. heated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we <coughs> see Giselle's bodyguard. Was that the same bodyguard from the Monique sit-down or was I, that a different bodyguard? That, if it is, she spends more time with him than anybody. But Someone said that he's cheaper than paying Jamal to yeah, show up I mean, so she can pay the bodyguard. It, it, well, then it was weird the way it was segued in because it was like all of a sudden he was just there. Yeah. And we didn't know the backstory. And I then, did not see that IG laugh. No, I didn't either. So then to all of a oh. sudden segue into that... Um, was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I felt like anytime someone speaks about your children, it's you're like automatic attack mode because these are your children. They're especially a baby is yeah. defenseless. Now, choosing your words very carefully is important, uh. but to say, if I wasn't a man, then I would you know, be basically like be, we would be fighting. I'm going to stomp them. I'm not, I'm going to, but if I was not a man, I would. So 
you, it's clear the intent of the comment of what you're saying in the message you're trying to deliver, which is in poor taste when your wife's on a campaign to try to prove that she's not a complete psychopath <laughs> yeah. beating people up. But I, mean, I don't think I would have brought a security guard because I don't think that this man is going to physically attack. A, I mean, he stood up. He stood up to deliver his point, but he was also standing up talking to the other Chris. My concern is like we've seen PK, we've seen men get involved and they've gotten mm-hmm. dragged. I think his comments were some of the worst we've ever Absolutely. seen. Like but Joe Judice status. But I don't think it warrants security. I mean. It plays into like, okay, so PK, any of the other guys along the line that I've had things to say, Denise's husband, any of the other people that have said offensive things or things along those lines they didn't have like backup security for in case so here you have this big black guy that's automatically scary and intimidating to you so you need security it's like insinuating he's going to come on and be violent with all these people the men are arguing he stood up to deliver a message to chris but he didn't stand up and lunge like to grab someone i feel like my I feel like when Giselle came to his house and he made a joke about Chase looking like me, mm-hmm. that could have been a conversation and resolved. Right. But you saw how she handled it like, yeah, yeah. because obviously she's not going to admit I said he's not may not yeah. be yours. She wasn't going to say that and out herself. I, but I mean, it came from Gigi, which went to Sharice, which went to Giselle was what sure. I'm guessing. Whatever. Sure. Right. I, I just... I feel like it could have been nipped in the bud. Yeah. Then even you say here, go to Robin and she's like, I don't even know what his point was bringing that up. Like, why didn't he like making a right. joke about it and not addressing it? Doesn't makes me think that you're making light of a situation that like, you know, that Gigi and Sharice are out there dragging you. I mean, I think it's, it's making that comment to give an opportunity to see what, how she would respond. But, yeah. I mean, she wasn't going to own that and be like, you're right. He does look like you. I, I said, I heard these things, but he clearly is yours. It was just, it was, I don't see, I don't do passive aggressive. And it was like very passive. Like, just say what you mean. Like, Hey, I'm offended. Hey, Giselle, let's talk. Sure, Let's go outside. I'm offended that you heard these rumors and you chose to repeat them. No, for sure. But I think that, I think that in that situation and they're filming, like it's kind of a dicey moment, but but I totally understand what he was saying. The point that he was trying to make was everybody kept saying it was never brought up. It was never brought up. It was never brought up. And then when he directly asked her, did you ever bring this up or was this ever even talked about on the show or did we ever have this conversation? And she was just like, I'm not speaking to you. I'm I'm not speaking to you. I'm not saying anything. I won't address you like looking down. And then they played it. It was like, okay, so it has been discussed. It just wasn't aired. Yeah. That's what I think he was trying to get across. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then we find out that the blogger that leaked everything, I don't know how this went, went after Chris Bassett's mm-hmm. kids from his previous marriage relationships, right. which is like, absurd, like they've never been on the show. No. There's no, so like you did some digging. Right. And yeah, then I don't you even went, remember if they were in the wed- on the wedding episode. No, I don't think they've been in the show. Like, cause yeah. I don't think their mom signed the release or right. whatever. But like, that's absurd. But I, I don't. Mean, I think across the board, talking yeah. about children, period. Should never be. I mean, should just never be done or brought up. To me, and I'm a mom, so yeah. I feel like I know that sensitivity of like if someone says something about your kid, you have those moments of like, 
I try to receive it. Like if Jake did something bad when he was little and they'd be like, yeah. your son hit my son. And then you're just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But at the same time, it's like, why did he hit your son? What did your son do to my, you know, yeah. like you're just, it's an automatic defense mode. <laughs> yeah. No matter what. Well, Giselle was not having a, don't no. talk to me. Yeah, I know. And that, that to me, was just kind of like, okay, well, why not have a conversation? Yeah. I totally think what he said was wrong and doesn't, I mean, that's an unforgivable thing. However, if we're trying to resolve something, if that's the whole point of this, then why not address what he's saying that you perpetuated about his child? I guess my thing is the way that he, we are harping on this, but the way that he went zero to a hundred, I don't know if he was looking for a resolve or like a normal conversation. Well, probably not. I mean, I think at this point they've been away from all these people for so long, not able to have any kind then of Then why show up? That they wanted to be able to voice. And now the rumors are way worse than they were. Absolutely. But I think that was the whole point. Like, he wanted to get that out there. Like, hey, so basically all of Potomac's been talking about this kid yeah. not being mine. And I'm pissed about it. And I want to well, and say then, like, my part. 15 years from now, he's going to Google himself. I'm like, I, I don't buy that. But whatever. Yeah. I mean. Um, Rob, they try to. Andy's like, okay, let's move on. Tries to talk about Robin's engagement. And then Chris continues to, like. Pull a Candace yeah, and mouth off screen. Yes. That's when things got to me like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because he's now so fired up and he's clearly not getting what he's wanting, which at this point you just have to accept. Nobody's going to say sorry. Nobody's going to apologize. Nobody's going to, they're done talking about this. Yeah. You have to just be done talking about it. I mean, is he mad at Gigi and Sharice? Oh, I mean, they weren't there. So yeah. there's no way to really know. But I'm, I'm assuming so. Yeah. Because of how Monique feels about Sharice. Um, Chris Bassett talks about his fight, disrespecting women. I mean, I, he's really likable to me. I don't Mm -hmm. like he's. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think that he tries to be very diplomatic in his answers and responses where he, he can say like, my wife did this. Yeah. My wife's off the handle. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I like the fact that he will take ownership across the board. And he said like, Chris and I, we've already had this conversation. I already come to you as a man. We already agreed we weren't going to do this. Like, I I can appreciate that. Well, they're talking about Michael and disrespecting women. Ashley then says, these women have said terrible things about my husband, which, again, (laughs) when you point a finger, three pointing back at you, like, I just don't, like, what is your point? Like, okay, again, apologize for Michael. Like, has Michael apologized for the way he talked to the producers about not doing their job? No. Well, no. Why would he? Like Robin said. Yeah. He, Chris apologized the next day. Michael still has yet to yeah. say sorry. And Candace says, because your husband is a creep and he's disgusting. Right. And this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. These these are the things she does and says, but then she doesn't want anybody to come at her. I mean, I laughed. She makes me laugh. Uh, she doesn't make me laugh. I her one-offs. She's got some one-liners. Because She's... I feel like when you're that kind of person that you constantly provoke, you yeah. have to be ready to take what comes at you. Okay, so what's the difference between how she says things and how Nini says things? I mean, uh, I think that they're different. It's just a different tone. It's a different way. Like, I don't think, I think that Nini's ready for whatever. And she has. I mean, she has been in those situations, as we know. Because I feel like I straddle that line of, like, sarcasm, but, like, funny but mean. And like, I know that when <laughs> I'm being mean and I'm really yeah. saying it because I feel this and I'm mad and I'm, trying to hurt your feelings, I'm prepared for whatever is coming yeah. back because you don't know who you're dealing with. Like yeah. you might say something to somebody, but you have to be very prepared for how they're going to come back at you. And I think that she, 
I think that she's just one of those people, like how you see on the challenge where it's like, you know, you're going to do all this, like you're going to talk oh. shit, but the security's <laughs> not going to let you do anything. So you're just going to keep doing that. <laughs> but in this situation, it just went left for you. And now you're scarred for life, but you're still throwing little side jabs. Like, there has to be some sort of security. There has to I be. Mean, There's no way you that would these... think so. Yeah. But I think, I mean, think about it. And I actually, it was interesting because today I was watching something on um, Instagram, you might have seen it, and they were saying, like, they played the clip where Andy's like, Bravo does not condone violence. Yeah. And then it showed a montage of every yeah, yeah, single yeah. fight <laughs> that has happened. And it's yeah. like every franchise has had some sort of like blowout physical fight. Yeah. And so it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, I never condone it, but you can't be that person that's just constantly poking the bear. I, I'm not going to say that I think that. Michael's disgusting. I don't know him as a person. I but he's don't a creep. like he's creepy. Yeah, I don't like he's, the things yeah. that he does. But after a while, like to be Ashley to just sit there and listen to literally everybody <laughs> on that stage bash your husband, like I would be like also I've had showing it. that creepy shot clip, like the hey, yeah. like over and over. Again. But he but she took it. She sat there yeah. and she did she dealt with it, but she could have easily laughed. I mean, at she that. was very quiet. She was just like, get me out of here. Absolutely. Let me film for 11 hours so I can go back yes. to the hotel. <laughs> like, what could you say at that point? You just have to take it and just be like, whatever. Um, Ray chimes in. He <laughs> It's almost to me like he doesn't have a full thought before he starts speaking. Like he's like, "Hey, Robin, I need to know the date of your wedding." Yeah, and they're like, "Why?" Well, I think that why was the way he why, wanted Ray? to announce his. <laughs> it was awkward intention. I because felt like we're having our twenty fifth anniversary. But it was cute because yeah. I think that she didn't know no, they were totally. going to do it. So I think that was his way of trying to like. I guess because he's so monotone that like I don't like. He's older. Yeah, you know he's. <laughs> And there's no Life's like moving slow. <laughs> Life's moving. He's slow. headed for Florida. Yeah. Uh, maybe they have their pace. maybe they have their 25th vow renewal. And then Andy was like, "Don't do it. Vow renewals are a kiss of death on this true. show." It is. We um, do know that. Chris Samuel's final thought is that Monique didn't want the rumor on the show. I don't know. I forget how that. I don't know why I wrote that. Well, down. and that was my again. Everybody got to say their piece. Everybody said something about their wife or said something yeah. nice. And then he said something nice to his wife. And Candace is over there with her comments. And it's like, uh, here we are. Again. Like, just let them have but their he moment. Also, he defended that sexual, the bottle blowjob scene. Yeah. I mean, some people are crashed. Like, some people yeah. are crass. And their their humor is more like toilet than others. Yeah. I wouldn't want my husband to say that about I me. would be dragging somebody out of a party if you uh, get in the right. car. But we don't really know. Like maybe that's yeah. how he is all the time. Like you know, in in people's real life, you get comfortable. You've had a few drinks. Yeah. Maybe he thought like he didn't read the room. No. Who knows? You know. <laughs> um. So it was a decent ending. I feel like they all sort of just like let it go. Sort of like there was no like animosity at the end. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a ton of photos of them all taking group photos. I don't. That's what's weird to me is like, okay, so then we just like grin yeah. and bear it. Yeah. And they're I mean, four people apart and like, we're good. Yeah. It's it's a strange dynamic, but I think that we've been saying for quite some time, like the obvious bottom line is these women aren't genuinely friends as a group. Yeah. I think there's like, obviously Robin and Giselle are really friends. Like there's little. Well, Karen and Giselle were friends for like, I mean, right. yeah, I mean, I mean there's they're little, so fractured. Yes. Yeah. Like there's little friend groups, but. It just, it's just a constant proof of like, you guys don't, I mean, I'm sure you're probably not all going to talk to each other until you have to again. Yeah. So, you know, you have to end it on a good note and you have to 
you know, wrap it up. But I don't feel like there was resolve no. to anything. I mean, Monique apologized. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Candace did not accept it, which I think is like childish. Like, yeah. just accept just it and okay. move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's it for season five. Yeah. I that's mean, a wrap. it'll be interesting to see how all this shakes out, but we know Monique won't be there. So they're going to have to find something else to talk about. Which I mean, here's what's weird for me is that like, because of her altercation, she wasn't in two thirds of this season. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. Yeah. What's new? I mean, yeah. she's had a rough go from the start. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's not gotten any better. I mean, at this point now, it's just become a constant Twitter back and forth of yeah. madness. And, and that's the whole thing, too, that it's like when you read these tweets and you see these things and now Candace makes comments like, well, we all should have listened to her mother-in-law three seasons ago, what she had to say about her. And, you know, it's just like. I mean, you fell out with Sharice. You fell out with this girl, Gigi. You fell out with Karen for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. You fell out with Ashley. Like, at, at yeah. what point yeah. are you the problem? I mean. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to call her the problem because I would have fell out with Cherise Silver or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Like, Remember, like, you're talking about. I just think back when she's like, Cherise is like my big sister, like the champagne room sure. and like the same thing her and Candace. Like, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think, I mean, there's always circumstances and reasons. I mean, there's clearly are reasons I would stop talking to somebody yeah. if there are well, we're done things. Here. Yeah. But, you know, I think that at this point it was the right move because we couldn't have gone. Yeah. Couldn't have gone forward from here. There's just no way. Peace out, Potomac. Yes. You've exhausted me. Till the next You've time. exhausted us today. If you Absolutely. Fast, if you fast forward through most of this, I don't blame you. Absolutely. <laughs> totally understandable. Let's get into Below Deck, because that <laughs> Love is it. this season. So I actually told my friend Mary, I was like, she has a podcast. And I was like, Mary, we went on a walk. And I was like, you have to watch. She's like, I haven't been catching up on Below Deck. I'm like, the last like three episodes mm-hmm. have just been killer. Absolutely. Agreed. Um, so... We get back to Izzy and Elizabeth on the beach. Izzy is a shit disturber. Absolutely. She's like gaslighting. She's, she knows what she's doing. She's like, are you upset that they're swimming? Are you upset? You should be upset. Like, really? Like, girl. She's taking her problem with Francesca and making it Elizabeth. She worked problem. with Francesca for like three days. Right. Because she didn't want to do be inside and yeah. do that work. <laughs> she made it her problem with her. I don't know. Yeah. No, um, she's she stirs the pot. We found out that Rob is really bad at flirting. So yeah. they're like, they're actually kind of cute. Like they're like chatting back and forth, but like he doesn't no. take it anywhere. She actually was like, I've never been fly fishing. Have you been fly fishing? Do you know how to fly fish? And he's like, yeah, I do. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'd love to like learn. He's like, oh, good luck with that. Like, yeah, no, I was <laughs> She just I... asked you to take her fly fishing. Well, and it would be more awkward if I didn't, if he didn't say he was interested. Yeah. He did. So it's like, what's the problem? I literally don't know how he didn't say, like, oh, let's go. Yeah, if we have free time, I'd love to show this you. This is perfect. Yes. Good no. luck with that. Mm-mm. No. Let me know how it goes. Catch you on the flip side. That wasn't the opportunity <laughs> no. he was looking for, apparently. Um, did you like his Pegasorn <laughs> tattoo? So it's a Pegasus and a unicorn. Yeah. All right. And he grew up on, like, Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. Settlers of Catan, like, all those. He's one of those. He said he's a dork. He's like, I'm a dork. I'm super. He goes, this is why I like to look at rocks in the forest by myself. Yeah. It's creative. Interesting job to take on a super yacht to like interact with guests and all that. Like, yeah. I mean, you may, you never know when you have a Dungeons and Dragons charter. I I don't know. I don't. I mean, maybe stranger things. (laughs) 
Um, Eddie and Captain want Rachel gone because they feel like once you turn your back on the team, like you just can't really be trusted. Yeah, she set a tone. I mean, she is, she uh, left them in the lurch. Like, oh, she was on season four, episode one. She had like a minute and a half okay. interview. She but didn't she make was it. There. She yeah, was there. she didn't okay. make it anywhere. All right, good. Um, she confirmed it too. She was like, "Yeah, it yeah. was cycle four, episode one." Um, on top model. Sorry for right. last week okay. if you guys are following the pop. Um, it feels like it's like uh, what's meet the Fockers like circle of trust and like she Absolutely. broke the circle of trust. Well, I mean, yeah, I think she's that also insane. So she is so crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just like it takes a minute to shake that off because the captain was clearly panicking, yeah. thinking he was going to have to try to cook all this food and had <laughs> absolutely no idea what to do. No. So it takes maybe get multi grain Cheerios and coffee from <laughs> Elizabeth. I'll take it. Um, but she, again, she kills it. She did a ten I, course tasting menu. Chef. How did what what stuck out in your mind of the ten course tasting? That menu? I hated every minute of watching it because there was one bite of everything. Yeah. Like I saw this again, delicious steak come along with one bite, and I was so agitated. All the food looked very pretty, and it was plated beautifully, and she did a great job. But it's a bite of everything. I feel like she sous vide like everything: yeah. sous vide duck, steak, is eggs. That, is that what they do? Is that well, you know, sous vide, so you put it in water. So, yes. like, you heat water to, like, 170, and yes. then, like, you cook it. I've done, I did a sous vide filet one time. It was, like, incredible. I mean, is that um, a French thing? Is that why she was doing everything? Uh, maybe. Oh. Yeah, I could see that. I've never been. I don't yeah. know. Costco has, like, a sous vide, or you can just put it, like, in any pan. Mm. It's really cool. Um, yeah, again, I just want more food. Absolutely. Like, I understand the concept. Duck egg, I wasn't going to eat that duck egg. No. That looked odd. No. But according to them, it was the perfect temperature. I'm a text 42 degrees. That's what was it he said? 60, 50, 62 degrees, degrees something. Perfect temperature. I'm a texture person. First. So a foremost. slimy egg that's going to bleed all over. I don't. First of all, uh, we can't over even medium, really folks. discuss <laughs> this. French 10 course tasting menu without discussing the outfits <laughs> that they wore to the tasting. <laughs> I tried to get by the French night. I outfit. just love, I told you, I just, these are my people, the costumes <sighs> and the dress. Oh, tie it to the side. Tie yeah. the scarf to the side. Like, I just love these people so much. I think they bought like bulk black and white striped shirts for everyone on the. Yes, cover. because apparently in France, that's what you wear is the striped shirt. We got a lot less of our. Gentleman friend who was on the boat. He well, we didn't get a lot less. Well, he was in the hot tub, but <laughs> we got a lot then. He was in the hot tub with a primary. Oh, he was God. definitely paid to be there. He was just, you know, that was an interesting night. That was. I, I don't. That was a lot. <clears throat> um. Anything else to, before the charter gets off? No, I mean, I, I just like I said, I love these people. I think they brought me so much joy to watch how much fun they were having. Um, that hot tub interaction was so uncomfortable. Um, but yeah. I mean, you do slip around in a hot tub a you lot. You do, but, but it was like, like, I wasn't expecting there wasn't enough, to just be naked. There wasn't enough water. It no, was like very low. There wasn't enough water. And then he was all They were just very naked. intoxicated. And, and then they were, it looked like he was like grabbing at him. And I didn't know if he was trying to get away or what was <laughs> this. I didn't know what was happening. Sir, he is by the hour. We are going uh, to need you. I mean, they paid for the trip. So leave it on the nightstand. It's it's whatever happens on this trip. Um, did that docking give you anxiety? No, I I had a feeling. It was so close. It was, it like, was so close, but I had a feeling <laughs> the two anchors that the captain were, yeah. was going to be able to do this because I I felt like he had done this before. I mean, he's Captain Lee. He is, <laughs> and the way Eddie was writing it on the board and had the whole thing, I was like, if, if he has a whole plan, they've done this. Yeah. Um, they got a twenty five thousand dollar tip. They got twenty two hundred each. 
all because of Rachel. So that's what like, right. We'll get into this in a minute. Yes. Um, the donkey sanctuary was really cute. It was like a fun moment. Yeah, it was a nice little I kind of wish that Francesca would have gone and like decompressed. I wish Eddie would have gone and decompressed like and kind of like. Well, Francesca was decompressing, doing some sort of breathing panting yeah. yoga. Rachel definitely could have used the decompression at the donkey yes. sanctuary. Um, the goats. I've always wanted so a little cute. goat. You know, I'm extremely allergic to animals. Mm. So I've never been allowed to go to anything oh. like that because I would get so sick. But it was super cute to watch. <laughs> um, so Francesca and Elizabeth have a conversation. Oh, Francesca says it's not enough. Elizabeth said, I'm doing everything I can. And she like demotes. Ugh. I think that they're just not on the same page. No. And I, I don't know she, if they're going to be on the same well, page. <clears throat> we've been here in this situation before. We oh, have to talk to somebody. And I think what Francesca's missing is she's delivering, you know, it's, it's the negative, the positive, the negative. Yeah. Right. So you want to say, Hey, this is the issue. I'm feeling like I'm not getting enough from you. Yeah. Reason being. Hey, your service was better right. here. Hey, this was better right. here. However, right. you slowed down here. You slowed down. You did down really there. great yeah. with the guests, but then you forgot to bring yeah. your wine. You know, just things like that to where you're giving examples so the person doesn't just feel attacked. Yeah, totally. You're coaching them up. They yeah. know, you know, she's not telling her what she needs to do. She's just talking down to her, but not giving her anything to build her back up. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Yeah, I mean, and like some people just aren't meant to manage. Uh, like I feel like Francesca's really good at her job, but maybe she's just right. not meant to manage no. people who can't self-manage. Right. Because if she's saying to you, "What do you want from me? Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm doing everything I can." That's... As she's staring out the window, not paying attention. Also, <laughs> yeah. also true. But that's an opportunity. Time. Yeah. Say, so, hey, right here. Right here, where I'm talking to you about something important. You're not focused. You're staring out the window. These are the things I or need. say like, hey, here's a little notebook. I think that this would help, or like, Absolutely. give her a solution. Don't just tell her. Yeah, you're not. So of yet. course she's going to walk away from it. Like, I don't know what she, what more I can do because yeah. you haven't told her how to improve. Um, and then Izzy starts gaslighting the situation again. Now, like, and this is my problem is like Izzy was actually talking shit at this. Absolutely, point. she yeah. got her twat. Yeah, like that's not cool. No, and like. She still ranks above you, even though she's not your boss. Like she yeah, still ranks higher that. than you on the boat. Right. And that was the thing. It's like, she doesn't have, you could tell there's no respect. Well, and what are you getting out of this, Izzy? You're yeah. just getting someone else on your side to talk yeah. shit with. Well, that's the thing. Like Ashling, is that her name? Ashling. Ashling. Yeah. yeah. She, she walked away. She's she like, was I'm like, out. I agree. Like she's yeah. not always consistent. She's not always doing her thing. So I'm not going to be a part of this. Yeah. So it's not like we don't see it. It's yeah. just. When Nobody's she removed handling it situation. properly. Yeah. It's not being handled properly. And then Izzy's making it worse by name calling and trying to perpetuate it. And of yeah. course, like happens every time Francesca walks up and hears. Well, and Elizabeth hadn't gotten to the name calling stage yet. She was just more the confused stage. Mm -hmm. And I think that Izzy breaking that barrier is going to help Elizabeth get. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, Really rough. Izzy opens up about her sexual assault. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know if she's dealt with it. I mean, it doesn't seem she's, like. Yeah, she's like, oh, I've dealt with it. And then, like, you just look, like, look in her eyes and she's definitely. No, I mean, not. I, you know, I, I think everybody has a different version of what dealing with it is. Yeah. But it's clearly still an issue for sure. Um, we get to dinner. Oh, Rachel God. is celebrating. That's also, I hate my friend's boyfriend does this at restaurants. Like, don't go to other tables. They yes. don't want to talk to you. They don't want you eating their French fries off a plate. Right. This happened several times. Um, why, why are you over the table? I think she felt the vibe that nobody at her table wanted to well, deal with her. So she, I mean, she's ordering expensive bottles. She's, 
I mean, all over the place. She's clearly irritated the shit out of well, Eddie. Why are they sitting next to each other? Right. Look at them on opposite ends of the table. Right. Um, Eddie is like very vocally venting, but also at the same time, bro, she just made you $2,200. For sure. The slide didn't make yeah. $2,200. Like, but I could see how you would be agitated if someone's standing behind yeah. you, like, no, but be like, hey, being like, crazy person. Yeah, but he, I think his venting is coming from the fact that she yes. walked off, but like, yes, she came back. So give her some credit of like, she came back and slayed it and just made you I a think ton the of problem money. is that she came back and didn't acknowledge it to the team. Fair. She just went to the captain and, and talked sorry, to him, yeah. but she didn't say to the team, like, I'm sorry I abandoned you guys and like made you feel like you were going to be screwed. I'm here. I'm here to work. Don't worry. I got this. Yeah. Maybe that would have helped. And then hot tub round two. Oh, all I could think was, I hope they clean that hot tub. After the primary? Yeah. Or after now? After the primary and the other <laughs> guy were in there naked. Well, he was naked. His butt was rubbed all over and he was slipping and sliding. And then they're laying in it. I, I think just... it's salt water too. So that, that helps. Okay. All right. Well, A lot of boats, they put salt water because salt water is more buoyant when you're on salt water. Got it. Okay. Like, yeah. Oh. And it's a uh, natural, it's like natural disinfectant. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Well, then um, don't worry, guys. And then the most shocking part for me was that we got a mid-season trailer. Yeah. This was only a half season. Right. I was thought for sure we weren't going to be able to get a lot. But yes, we probably have like they, eight more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, apparently they were able to get some more out of it. It looks like it gets rough. Yes, it does. There's some drama happening. Well, I mean, that's to be expected at this point. It was only going. I mean, this happens on every single season. I don't know why we think this is shocking. Two people hook up on the boat. Always. And then the one of them always starts with someone else. Always. And it's like the worst thing. It always happens. Yeah. Because it's just a boat hookup. They don't want to be in a committed relationship forever. They just want to pass the time. Sorry. Not happening. Elizabeth, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And he's not like... Looking for a relationship. No, he's been pretty. I mean, yeah. I feel like he's been pretty transparent about all of this. You want to talk about OC or SLC? OC is fine. OC. Let's get it over with. Okay. Do you? I don't know if I blame coronavirus or I blame this cast. Maybe a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Like this lake trip is just like it's, so forced. Yeah. No one, no one really, but like they're also not addressing their issues, but they're also, I don't, what's the point? Yeah, you have half a cast there. Yeah, Bronwyn does not want to be there. No, yeah, it's not enjoyable. It's not like any of the other trips we've seen, none of it is enjoyable. I, I find myself watching the episodes and not feeling like any of I, I'm just agitated by the time I'm done. Like, I didn't enjoy any of it. No, because it's just like. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Well, what is your problem? Like all of it. I just find myself like, oh. Well, then they call Shannon, who's then mad that they called her because then she's got major FOMO. Right. Duh. Gina calls her lawyer. Like what is happening at this lake house? Well, and it's almost like they're trying to play off all these other plot lines. Yeah. While they're in. at the yeah. lake. Um, Matt is facing two felonies. It's a maximum of four and a half years. She feels bad. This is going to affect him long term. He might never get a job. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. So that must be weird if you're sharing custody and now you're going to kill his livelihood. I mean, he kind of killed it on yeah. his own. You can't put your hands on people. Totally. No, no, no. I mean. That's, it's a double-edged sword. We talked about this before. Yeah. You know, she's standing up 
clearly so that this never happens again. Domestic violence is definitely super serious. However, yes, this is still the father of your kids and who you're relying on right. to support so half of your like I don't how do you like what yeah. there is no straddling the fence here. It's like one or the other, and then you have to be accountable for what's happened. Because now if he can't get work or if he loses his house, or like whatever, like right. what so many things could happen, and then Absolutely. what do you do? No, I mean it's it's a terrible place to be in. Kelly says not to ruin his livelihood. Kelly, I would expect that from yeah. you. I don't think she said it not how I'm saying it. I'm saying it as like if you're co-parenting with this person mm-hmm. and you could effectively ruin their life, how does that affect how you co-parent, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it affects it in the way of like, well, now that means I'm going to have to figure this out and take care of my kids because I'm holding you accountable for your actions, but I have to also suffer the consequences, which mean yeah, if you can't pay for your stuff, then you can't pay for your stuff. I got to do this. And I hope you learned your lesson. Come on, Travis. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I know they got a lot of Brady Bunch going on over yeah. there. Travis, you're going to have to kick it up a notch. Um, Bronwyn and Elizabeth finally talk. Bronwyn says nothing makes sense, which I think is fair, which nothing does make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the divorce, the assets, she doesn't trust women. This did not feel genuine at all. None of it did. And the whole time it felt like they were having this conversation, but you could tell Bronwyn wasn't buying any of it or nor did she care and it felt like elizabeth was like trying to get herself to cry like let me okay oh i've been women oh i told you this oh like yeah i don't i don't know i just it was a really difficult thing to watch because it was like nothing she was going to say was going to satisfy bronwyn who pretty much i don't even think cares but it's part of the story then kelly came up and was like trying to defend her, like, well, don't be attacking her when she's trying to tell you. It just was very, yeah. like... But in the end, Shannon gets blamed. <laughs> oh, God. As usual. Because she wasn't there. Yeah. So why not blame Shannon? Who's going to be so mad about it? Oh, Lord. I think this is... I think we're so close to the end. I hope so. Um, Shannon test positive. Duh! Oh, my God. Like, you've been sick for <laughs> three days. That was a really hard conversation to watch. Because I felt, I felt like you, you've made your point, you've called your kids, you've told them you've gotten this, and it was evident that she was not going to be happy until her children were crying hysterically, yeah. apologizing profusely. I mean, do you think that your boyfriend of a year is going to leave you because your kids, like... He can't. He, has he now kids. has to quarantine with you. But, like, I, I guess here's my... She's been sick. Yes. She hasn't felt well, even with three negatives. The doctor yes. said, you probably have it. Mm-hmm. And now she's like hysterical that she actually has it. But like, you've I don't. You've been having it. All yeah. This and you've time. been around him. So like. Right. I don't. I, I think Shannon's just like. I guess she got that ne- false negative and genuinely believed that she was negative, even though she didn't feel good. No, she's. Just, I feel like she's just more <laughs> neurotic and crazy. And I understand because it's scary. Like the thought when I think about getting it, like obviously with health issues, like it's terrifying. Oh, yeah, for sure. However, I literally was watching this. Like, do you realize you're talking to your three teenage children who are children? Who snuck out? And they, yeah. yeah, like we've already established this, but now you basically want them to be like hysterically yeah. crying at your feet. Because- also, guess what? You can go home now. Yeah. You can get out of John's. She's like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you guys aren't really like, so feeling like sorry about this like what they're telling you i guess it just blew my mind that she actually thought that she didn't have it yeah i 
pretty much came to the conclusion that she did. Yeah. In, when she kept saying how sick she felt. I don't. She's, I just, she had in like, maybe I liked her more because the combination of her and Tamara and Vicky, it was fun. Fun, yeah. But now I'm just like, oh, Trace Amigas. God, all she does is complain and just irritates me. Anything else about no Shannon? Ugh. Sorry, Shannon. I hope we feel better, Shannon. Drink some lemon water. Yeah. Lemon, ta- I mean, like, lemon tincture. You know what it is? It's like, then you see Emily who's handling things. Like, yeah. she's got it. She's taking care of her kids. Her husband's in the hospital. She's on the move. Yeah. And she's like doing her best and being positive. And then Shannon's over here and it's like, ah, uh, I just can't. I can't. I love Emily. I do too. I love her. Emily, I love you. You're <laughs> yes. doing fantastic. Well, we'll DM you again this week, Emily. Yeah, I just we had so much know. fun last week. I just want you to know, like, you did that must have been really hard. <clears throat> Taking care of all those kids, being sick yourself, and your husband being sick, like, and like not knowing what was up. Absolutely, with yeah. like my hats off to you. That's all. Um, we see some late games. Kelly and Elizabeth, Kelly and Gina riding a bike. Oh. Kelly says she must not be riding Travis. Why? Like, I she's I don't... the queen of inappropriate shit to say. So uh, terrible. Like, and nobody could ride that little monkey looking bike. It's like one of those bikes you see a bear on at the yeah. circus. Like, what? It's not that easy. Also, Gina's weird about like she couldn't ride the jet ski. Like yes. she's also like yes. fragile when it comes yeah. to like activities. She's not an outdoorsman. Not all of us are, you know, skilled in these areas. Um, we see some archery, some axe throwing. Elizabeth says she tries to avoid conflict. She then like builds up this massive secret. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what the actual secret was because like we got a lot of secrets. She was raised in a religious situation. Then she was abused. Then it, it kind of turned into a cult. Yeah. It kind of progressed as yeah. her secret. And then she had a panic attack. Yeah. So I was lost. Uh, clearly something terrible has happened along the way. And this woman is not all together. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of thought, you know, first it was the divorce. That was kind of had her and in the, shambles. Now it's this. Well, it was the divorce, and then it was the life she thought she had, and it was mm-hmm. the friends, and then it was the house in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna miss that ten thousand square foot house that I built, and mm-hmm. all this. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't. Maybe she just has a lot that she's got to unpack, and she's slowly unpacking it on camera. Yeah, I think she needs. I mean, there's definitely like counseling with Jimmy. Be better get Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, oh. pack up that Ferrari, Jimmy. It's time to go. Um, Bronwyn makes some interesting claims. She's calling her friend, like, her quarantine wife, and she's, like, FaceTiming her, and she misses her, and it feels like maybe this is Bronwyn's path to, obviously, as we know, she comes out, like, right. of her discovery. It felt very forced. It didn't feel like, yeah, I don't, oh, my I mean, wife. Like, you don't off the cuff. No. I've never, I mean, I have, I have best friends that have been my best friends since we were seven. However, I'm not going to say that's my wife. That's more like my sister. I even think it's going to be like, oh, that's my work wife. Like, yeah. No. No. Sorry, Bron. Yeah. Um, and then Kelly makes this bizarre. She's Gina's the abdominal. Uh, and it's like, it's not, it's not the yeah. word. The abdominal <laughs> snowman. My favorite, I like when the production, like, that's that's not the word. Right. That's not what that's not I the love, word. I love, yeah. Word. Yeah. I, and we just get all of those in one season. Those, oh, that, now that <laughs> I'd watch. Yeah. Um, and then again, they put Gina on another item to drive. Like, here, drive yeah. this cart over there. She's like, I'm done with this. No. I can't do it. 
Or uh, a thing. She another lackluster episode from the OC folks. Yeah. I, I'm ready. I keep meaning to look up their ratings. I wonder what their ratings look like. I don't know, but I'm ready to for this to be done. Yeah. I mean, I, I hopefully it's coronavirus. I don't know. I would like to say that, but I don't know. But maybe now once everybody starts to get better and come back, be back in the same place and bring, you know, everybody back into yeah. the fold and have Emily back over and like, you know, maybe. I, yeah. I just not, I don't. I miss not, you, Emily. I do. I really yeah. do. Because uh, she kind of makes sense of things, you know? Yeah. So she might be. Like, She's logical. Nice. Very. Yeah. So maybe we'll see an improvement. <laughs> Let's hope. Well, you know, she is a party planner and a lawyer. So there's that. Yeah. Um, jumping into SLC, which is not boring. No. Uh, we pick back up with the fashion show. <laughs> Mary wanders around deciding where to sit. And she picks. There's a ton of seats. Yes. And she sits right next to Jen. I mean. She looks pretty. Her wig's, yeah. her wig's looking better as is, the season progressing. Well, she, did, she had a hat on. So. Um. Whitney, that was a lot of like see-through and yes, boob, and it was. she says that she would be a model, but she'd have to give up cheeseburgers and add six inches to her legs. Fair enough. I, I'm I have been craving a cheeseburger lately. I do love a good cheeseburger. Mm. Like habit, like habit or In and Out. Habit's mm, so good. It is. Can we get a habit in San Rafael no, or this hungry. area? Um, Jen, shady as always. I've been rocking that tracksuit for months. Does one tracksuit make a collection? I mean. <laughs> It was one tracksuit for I a fashion show. Hopefully well, he makes a second one. Something different? I think that he just, it, they're all black tracksuits. And I think he just like sews or pins his logo on in different ways. Right. So how do you have a fashion show of one outfit? You know, this reminds me of, do you remember in season two of Atlanta, Dwight and Nene are getting pedicures mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we went to Sheree's fashion show. And Dwight goes, who is this? I heard had a fashion show with no fashions. <laughs> yes, yes. This is like my, so my friend, my best friend, Monica, and I, this is like our favorite line of all time. Um, and like, it reminded me of like, oh, it's just a tracksuit. But so Brooks had a different tracksuit. He had different piping. And right. then, but the other models all had the same piping. Right. So my thing was, this, this totally reminds me of like the Leanne Locken dress where it's like, if oh. you had... One tracksuit that could be worn 15,000 different ways. Well, I think that's like like some of the piping's to here, some of yeah. the piping's like in. I don't, maybe yeah, I'm just, I, I don't. I was just kind of confused by that. Um, hopefully he makes a second one soon. Mm-hmm. Because um, Jen's been wearing it for a while. Months. Yeah. She is shady. But see, okay, so that's fun shade. You like that shade. That's fun <laughs> shade, but I think. You have to be very careful because it is somebody's kid. But yeah. he's an adult, but he's still somebody's kid. Yeah. So you kind of have to be a little bit careful about it. But it's also shade that's true. Yeah. Like, it really was only one. I, I didn't see a bunch of different varieties. No. So it's kind of like, mm, fine uh, line, fine line. Meredith and Brooks FaceTime Seth. <laughs> he... To be fair, they weren't like ecstatic when he answers the phone. No. And he says, you look interesting. Did you guys get abducted? I know. <laughs> Which like not far off. Like they're both like right. monotone, like staring. Yes. Um, and then he says, I have to go. This, this conversation is giving me anxiety. Well, because it's she could have stepped in at any moment and been like, hey, it's not all your dad's fault. Yeah. I've asked him to stay away and give me some space. But... 
I also think I could have been like, oh, this went really well. Oh, I got good feedback. But it was like, you didn't ask me how it went. Well, like, I just said how to go. Like I said, I don't really talk about people's children. However, that. This conversation is my, giving me anxiety. I have to go. He's not my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to use that and just tell people that. Oh, like, he, you get that very entitled, like. You don't need, you didn't even try to understand the strings. It's like, you missed it. You should have been here. Wrong. Like, you can't just hold on a second. But I think also if you open up a FaceTime and it's like, you just blankly stand. You, neither of you look did happy you, to see me. Did you get abducted? Like, yes. I like Seth. I do too. Um, they're back together. Did you read that I today? Did, yeah. I did. That, I mean, duh. I think we all it. knew they were going to be back together. I mean, he clearly wanted to work it out. Um, Whitney and Heather... Whitney comes to get a facial, um, get her self-care on. And Heather, like, talks the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then Whitney goes, sorry, it was like an outer body experience. Like, I was enjoying my thing, and you just kept talking. For sure. <laughs> Which, not cool. No. I want to enjoy this facial. Probably She probably didn't pay. Anytime I've had a facial or a massage, I fall asleep. So yeah. I don't want to listen to Why are you talking about? I don't I'm not that. your therapist. This is not that. the time or place. No. But again, like she probably didn't pay for it. So also true. Um, she wants to Heather wants to protect her kids by not dating, which we'll catch up. I mean, let's just wrap that up with her kids. Do you want to do that now? Yeah. So then fast forward later in the episode. This was like a really good scene, I think, to like, mm -hmm. especially 12, 14, 16. Like your kids, you guys aren't on the same wavelength by any means, but like it's important to be like, hey, here's how I'm feeling. For sure. And like not yeah. always. I'm sure you and Jake have these conversations all the oh, time, absolutely. but like not to always take it all in. No. And I think that it's important to have that open line of communication with your kids. And I think that when you are honest with them about where you're at and what you're going through in life and what you're working on, they're more apt to do the same. Yeah. And so Jake and I have these conversations, which are a little different because he's a boy and I, you know, but he's at an age, too, that's transitional, you know, turning 21 and, like, going through yeah. all these changes. And for Ooh, me, like... Brooks is 21. He could have a oh, fashion line. He better not Ooh. act like that ever. <laughs> but, like, we have these conversations where I'll tell him, like, I'm ready. You know, I, I'm ready to start dating. Like, how do you feel about that? This yeah. is where I'm at. These are my fears. And then he talks to me about, like, his thoughts. So it's important to keep those lines open. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was like a really good, I like full too. circle. Absolutely. And also it's helpful because it not only was she able to voice to them her feelings, but she was able to get like that feedback from them that they like are proud of her. Like she's and, killing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's funny to me that like, I've noticed this cause I had some friends who were like Jehovah witnesses and Mormons and all that stuff. And they're raised with the need to be accepted by the church. And mm -hmm. so when they're not accepted, they're in this like weird limbo of like, do I keep trying to be accepted even though they're not going to accept me? Or do I walk away from everything that I have always known? Well, because you strive for that acceptance more than yeah. self-acceptance. Yeah. So that's automatic fail if they don't. Well, I think she finally like was able to articulate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And also you want to teach your girls that so they don't feel like if they make the wrong choice, they're no longer accepted. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to only be Mormon. There's lots of other options. Yeah. Jesus loves you no matter what. That's what my grandma said. We <laughs> see Jen. Her assistant is giving her medication and breakfast. And she told her to eat it. Sit down and eat. Right. Sit, no, no. You need to sit down and eat. And she did not. Um, she's on anxiety meds, depression, anti-depression meds. 
Coach Shaw told her to pray and get her mind right. That don't work. She said it didn't work. I could have told you that. I mean, I think it's hard. I mean, I lost a parent really young, so it doesn't, I don't have a lot of to add about that, but I've seen like my mom lose parents and all that. Yes. And I think it's like a very, it's a very large loss being in that. It's like, uh, I think, was it Vicky when her mom died? Oh, yes. And she was like, I'm an orphan. Like, I don't have any more connections. And I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jen, like, just didn't handle it well. And Sharif said he was leaving. And that's not what <laughs> upset me about it. Because first, I'll say this. There's a huge stigma in the African-American community about counseling and medication and all of these things. Um, If you go to counseling or you take medication for anxiety or depression, like that's frowned upon because the solution is always like, oh, just get your mind right. Well, is that rooted too from like the vaccine, like kind of a similar Possibly. It's just always been this thing. You don't talk. Yeah. You don't speak your business to outside people. Like you keep it in the family. Yeah. Families. Depression especially, I noticed. Yeah. So, you know, for me, um, going through all of these kind of things and coming from a very religious family, um, it was always like, pray and give it to God. Like, that's what you're told. <laughs> Get your mind right. You know, your husband died, give this to God. You yeah. know, but it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't always work that way. So when I tried to talk to my dad about like my anxiety and, and my issues, those kind of things, he's listening, but you could tell like he's disconnected. Yeah. So I, I understood what she was saying, but what bothered me about what she was saying was that, um, I mean, I'm glad she recognized it didn't work and took the medicine anyway, yeah. but it bothered me because he's telling her this as he's still not present. Yeah. And then says, I'm leaving. Right. So you weren't there. I'm not here now. When her dad died, (sighs) you didn't come to the service. You aren't there to support her. And then when she's spiraling, you say you're going to leave if she doesn't get it together. That to me is like, that's a bad, like that's not good things in your partner. Like that's not a partnership. That bothered me. Well, (sighs) but it seems like she calls him and FaceTimes him and talks through these things. And yeah, He's like on that end tries, but you would think he would recognize like, I should be home more. This lady needs my support. Well, I don't, I guess what's confusing. I don't know where the college is. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously he's traveling for games, but I mean, college football ends on new year's day. Mm -hmm. This is now after Sundance, which is late January, early February we're Mm -hmm. in. So, like, where is he traveling to? Well, she said he was recruiting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's at high schools all over the world. Yeah, yeah so I don't, I don't know. But, you know, he definitely <clears throat> should give her a little attention. Um, so Lisa and her family have family game night. Mm-hmm. But she is not a board game mom. Mm-mm. We are going to write down our goals. Her son has some good goals for himself. Which, which one? Jack or um, Henry? The I'm going to have triplets. Oh, that's Henry. <laughs> How about Jack? He's going to get shredded. Yeah, that's be a good a goal. Lady Slayer. That's a good goal. Those <laughs> triplets, that's going to be a tough one. So good luck. Yeah. He's, Henry's also just had his eighth birthday at the bowling alley, if you yeah. recall. I wanted uh, like eight kids when I was that age. Did so. you really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I always wanted tons of kids I until never kids. I got older and realized what it entailed. Yeah. And then I had one and was like, like I'm done. Not, I'm not doing this ever. But again. I answered that. They had one and they're like, that was plenty. <laughs> he's a lot. I said after he was born, I'm never doing this again. So I meant that. Lisa's goal is to stay off her phone and balance work versus home. At, and then she goes into her closet and gets on her phone. Gets on her phone as her husband's talking to her and he's like, "Hi." I'm like, "Right. 
And she's like, no, my goal is to like right. hustle, work on a billion dollar brand. And what's wrong with that? Vita Tequila. Yeah. I mean, alcohol brands being billion dollars is like not that hard. No. No. Like, I mean, um, I I don't I I don't have my own brand of that. I mean, we do. This is our brand right here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we don't sell anything yet. <laughs> yet. Yet, I said. I'm yet. got my eye on some Porsche sheets. We're gonna hey. sling in them. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Um. Jen, Heather, and Meredith have dinner. It feels like Jen is bringing up other people's issues in order to talk about her own. Yes, instead of just saying, I need to talk. Yeah, like, oh, what's happening with you? He goes, there's got to be something to talk. I'm lonely. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, just, okay, hey, girl. just say I need to talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, Meredith says, like, we're separate, like, separation, like, we genuinely love each other. We just want to move forward positively. I don't. I guess we're just not getting a clear answer of why they separated. No. I mean, it's I mean, clear she doesn't want to talk about it. She's being very... We'll get there because Jen's got to... Yes. But she's just, you know, you could tell she just doesn't want to talk about it. And that very well, maybe she doesn't want to talk about it or she doesn't want to talk about it with one of the two of them. On I don't... camera also. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, well, Jen's lonely, which, duh. Clearly, we know that. <laughs> That's why you have a team of nine people who wait on you hand and yes. foot, and like you try to replace. Yeah, I don't know why else you would family. need twelve assistants. No. <laughs> um, we covered that already, and then I guess finally, like Whitney and Jen, we're back on the pole. Yeah, she came <laughs> over for some pole exercise class. Um, and Jen says if you're separated and you're not getting it, your needs filled and you're getting them filled elsewhere. Again, it sounds like she's pointing. It's quite an accusation to make without well, like the clear info. Yeah. But like, again, like I just, why? I don't know. And there was a guy, they went to New York for yes. Meredith's fashion show or fashion something trunk show. And there was a guy in New York in the hotel who said he was going to marry Meredith and Jen thinks that he took her to the room. Yeah, but that's the thing. She's making assumptions. Yeah. That's very dangerous. Oh, this is not going to end well. Let's no, because it's like, so this guy, any guy could be like, oh, you're fabulous. I want to marry you. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we're having a torrid affair. Like, you have to be very careful. This is going to be out Well, because Whitney's going to tell Heather, duh. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is bad. Jen, this is bad. Yeah, not a good idea. This might be the segue into what they were saying that it doesn't end well with yeah. her. Maybe this well now they're well. back together, so now it's really not aging very well at all. Mm-mm. Um, but again, I feel like it's her setting fires and walking away mm-hmm. in order not to deal with her own fire, right? Which is the biggest issue. Like, you need to deal with the fact that you're lonely and going through these things yeah. and find something constructive to do, which you're there. And for maybe exercise. it's simply like she's thinking about cheating, or maybe she's thinking about. Going elsewhere, which is about her needs being met or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, Whitney that's... and Justin are having sex four to five times a week. Good for them. Good I for can you. see that. She looks like she gets it on. Yeah, she's great on that pole. Those boobs are giant. Her boobs are so big. She's so cute. What do you do with those? Well, <laughs> you would you like to know? Uh, should we wrap up with the challenge? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's get into so it. I here's what. First of all, this is just my favorite show on television all the time, but. What I like about it is that they it changes so fast and they all know it changes so fast that mm-hmm. like Kyle comes back in from winning and he's A, immediately scheming and immediately calling people out. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I got a gold skull. I just knocked off Joseph. I'm here to play. Absolutely. So As he, he should like, have. 
he's gathering the troops. They're outing each other. And then Fessy comes in and starts playing all sides. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, Wes, I'm with you. Oh, I'm with you and Kyle. Da-da-da. Corey voted against you. Like, but then goes to Corey and, like, tells Corey, like, I don't. Well, I was glad Corey called him out. Like, if you knew this information and you were going to go and tell everybody, then you should have told me this. Now I look like a jerk. I mean, he needed to save himself and he needed to like try to look a little better because the bottom line is you should have went down there and got that skull. Well, okay. We'll get, we'll get Joseph. Hello. Physical. Right. Wrestle this ring away. Hello. So we'll get to that in a minute because I'm also mad at Leroy. I'm, (laughs) I'm so, I know you, I know you like her, but I feel like Cam is ruining Leroy and it's bothering me because Leroy, this is not you, Leroy. If you're listening to this, don't let this happen. Also, like, I think at this point, people like Wes and Ashley aren't going to win. No. They're going to get... But at some point, like, you have to be thinking, like, you're wasting time. And in turn, you keep giving these people skulls. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're not thinking about this. They might come back and then you're giving them skulls. Don't do that. Well, the other thing is, like, now we're down. There's three men's skulls left. Like, what are you going to do? Right. They're not... They're not playing it properly. So now we're all back and forth. Fessy reveals a secret vote. Kyle outs. They call him the stupid brigade because they call them the young team. Young buck is what they used to be called. Now they, they changed their name because now, yes. (laughs) um, Fessy's definitely playing all sides. Fessy, this is going to end terribly, sir. Absolutely. Like you should like, because you look unloyal to everybody, disloyal sorry to everybody. Absolutely. Um, Cam steps in. I think for two reasons. I think she stepped in to protect Leroy's future, but she also stepped in to pull Kyle away because Kyle picked her. Right. And now you're my partner, partner. so you're going to do things my way and you you have to do what I say. Like, no, no, no. Well, Corey's pissed. He should be. (laughs) He should be. Um, So then they get to the challenge. You have to wrestle your opponent off the side of the semi. Would you do that? No, absolutely (laughs) not. Um, go flying off that thing. And then TJ says they had random matchups, which I don't believe at all. Because okay. the matchups were like Nicole and Cam was a great matchup. Fessy and CT was a great matchup. Like mm-hmm. um, Nicole dislocates her shoulder. That was disgusting. Absolutely. How would you, I guess if your arm's hanging, there's like other ligaments that you can still, how is she still moving it? I mean, because it's it's out of socket, but the muscles and tendons are all still connected. Cam touched it. Yeah. She put her finger in it. Why would you do that? She goes, why are you touching it? Yeah. It's extremely painful. Um, uh, Wes versus Josh. I, is, can, I, can I write a letter to somebody to never have Josh on these shows ever again? I will write one as well. That's <laughs> two. Plus our listeners, let's get some letters written. He's the most annoying human being he I've is. ever met. I don't witnessed. know if it's the way he talks or his mouth or his, like, that he talks, like he's a mouth breather. I don't know. It's some, he just agitates my soul. So one of the matchups that was really bizarre was Nam and Lolo against yes. Jay and Teresa. Right. Teresa, I think, is 98 pounds. Jay is maybe 99 At pounds. At that point, I would have rolled myself off. But, just please, to avoid please, Nam, <laughs> don't touch me. Just to avoid it, I would have just been like, I'm just going to go Did ahead you and ever watch the X-Men? Yeah. Nam reminds me of, uh, who's the guy who turns into the silver? The Wolverine? No, he's like, uh, I'm going to look this up. The guy who turns into the silver, like crazy beast man. Mm. 
He's in the, the new movies too. Okay, yes, yes, yes. I know, I know what you're talking What's about, but I don't know what his name is. Anyway, yes. Um, but yeah, he reminds me of Ned. Yes. Like he's just this, this giant human yes. who's like, but he's not like intimidating. He's just like, what no. do you want to do? Like I'm just. He's the ultimate beast master. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yes. Um, Michi tossed Corey. I was like, okay, like right. He was scrappy. Yeah. Corey's also like. I think Corey went too hard. And when you got a yes. hundred pounds on a dude, right. he's going to be able to toss you because your momentum is yeah. stronger than his. I mean, all you have to weight. really do is turn a certain way. And you're going to yeah. lunge yourself over. Tori and Liv. Liv actually came back from that thinking like, she's like, Tori's mm-hmm. not that strong, which I don't think Tori's that strong. She's just like, she's more intimidating and she's more like. She's endurance. athletic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's got that. But, but she's yeah. not strong. I wouldn't say Tori's strong. Yeah, I don't- she's yeah. Um, Leroy Casey, Nelson, Amber. I was like, whoa. Amber was like quick. I was like, it was a very interesting matchup. Mm -hmm. Um, And then CT versus CT and versus Fessy and Nisa and Big T. That actually ended up a draw. CT said, I don't know if it's going to be like riding a bull or wrestling the tree (laughs) or both. (laughs) I would say both. Because like that's a matchup. There's no way that was random. Like those are two giant men. Yeah. I mean, obviously it was a draw. They're like, Who's gonna? I mean, no. you're pretty much just the weight of the two of them on top. Like, there was no way they were just gonna anchor in, and no. there was just no way. Mm-mm. I mean, Anissa got CT, big T off, or shall we say, Fuzzy Bunny? Fuzzy Bunny. Yes. <laughs> they call us Big CT. <laughs> like, you thought that was that clever? Like, you that was? I don't. I you put big in front of his name. I don't. It's pretty basic. Yeah. Like they thought it was so clever. Yeah. I know. I mean, I would see why they would think that's clever. But. Um, Leroy and Casey win. Mm-hmm. So Nicole and Liv were both carted out. Nicole is gone, which I like her a lot. Also, it's crazy because, like, she's a firefighter. Like, she's physical daily. Right. It's crazy that that would dislocate her shoulder. I mean, anything can. You, you've seen some, like, especially in sports, like, you'll just see something that looks so simple, but it just yeah. rips the shoulder out. And then there's so much... There's so many tendons and ligaments and muscles that Ugh. God knows what she messed yeah. up in there. And Liv is back. Yeah. Her veneers are just terrible. I know. Girl, All those of, teeth. Between hers and Kyle's. Oh, I don't even know where to begin. I can't see Kyle's veneers when I see have to see his hair plugs. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um, so CT and Casey are totally like having a good time, like razzing. Did you think it was? No, I thought it was. This, it was like, you cook your pizza, it? move your eggs, move yeah. your keep pizza, whatever. Like, why are you cooking a pizza on top of the stove? <laughs> And then Josh. Uh, I can't with him. I, I don't just, want to get involved. And then he proceeds to completely get involved. Get totally and then involved. Lie and say she's literally crying in the kitchen. I don't right think now. he lied. Okay, she wasn't lied. crying. She wasn't crying, but I think he was trying to like make him feel bad. Like, I'm out here because she's crying. I don't want to have a falling out with right. you, CT. But he said she's, she's crying literally in the kitchen. crying yeah. right now. So CT's like, oh my God, that's not what I meant. Like, let me go in there. So CT. <laughs> Goes to the source. Casey's clearly not crying. She's laughing, eating her pizza. Yeah, it looked delicious. It's it. I love. I love me like I've a crispy thin crust pizza on top of the stove like that. So you know the new thing I saw it on Instagram. You can now people are cooking their pizzas in the grill. Oh, got so it. So I'm like, okay, it's like a new thing. Like okay. you can cook. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then what happened here was, and this is my so Josh didn't expect it to happen like this. So then when he got called out, he lost it. I mean, because then all of a sudden it was like, now you're lying, you're gaslighting, you're doing all these things, and like now you look bad. And so his only option was like to freak out on a whole nother level. That was like, now yeah. you're just ridiculous. 
And clearly, if the security wasn't here, you wouldn't be doing all this, sir. I just don't. He didn't look intoxicated. Maybe he was like extremely intoxicated. I just hate he just, how he always tries to play this I'm a tough guy role, but it's like <sighs> you're actually a big ass crybaby. No, you're a giant emotional baby. Yes. I My seven year old nephew is less emotional <laughs> than you. <laughs> um, so then Devin, uh, in true Devin fashion, Devin. he says, Big Bro sucks, which. I don't think it was offensive. No, he was just like, you could tell he was just trying to like razz the room. Yeah. Um, and he says it again and Josh loses it. You're going to get checked. And that's when that, this is when the, de- so I like, I like Devin this season. Yes. He's better this season. However, sure. I think once he got Josh to that level, Devin doesn't know when to quit. No, we know that. <laughs> yeah. So that's when it was like, I mean, I just wish Josh would have just hit him and went home. No, maybe like three like, piece the wall. Like, what is that? That wall didn't hold up very well. No, and I was like, why <laughs> did he get in trouble for that? He's damaging property. I mean, they don't. Because he didn't punch a person. He held back. Wish he'd punched. Then he's kicking chairs. Like, he is just a liability. I know. I'm so over him. I hope he goes soon. Um, you're going to get checked. Josh, you're not checking anybody. No. Like everybody's laughing. Casey held you back. Yeah, they were all like CT was like, this is great. Like Like, it's hilarious because it started with CT and Casey and ended up with Josh and Devin. CT was just out there trying to have his little cigarette, and then you wanted to come out there and make a problem. Um, so Wes, the mastermind, starts counting votes. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, which we'll find out later, but he doesn't have CT and Big T, which really hurt his vote counting. Yeah. Um also Kyle burned his vote. Which was on, yeah, Anissa and Fessy. Which, which like was stupid. If it's you, like, which was funny because he was sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, like, no, no. Times. I was. He was rallying the votes. Yes. In the. Uh, uh, it makes no sense. Which was why I'm saying like it feels like nobody's playing a smart game and they're just not thinking and what they're doing and now they're just handing out gold skulls to these people that they're trying to get rid of. Well, and I think if. I, there must have been some disconnect between Wes and Kyle because Wes thought he had the votes mm-hmm. to throw in Corey, which he didn't. But then Kyle should have said, hey, I'm going to vote for Fessy. I don't understand how that happened. No. Because Devin and Wes were on one page. Also, why would you target Tori and Corey? Like, well, I get that you're mad. Yes. But especially now that they know you can see who voted for who, like now the secret's out. Yeah. So. I also like, I sorry, I know why they targeted them, but like why, like it's so early. That's We're in what, week three, that's like what I'm sit saying, back. Nobody's playing a very, yeah. like, I just don't understand the, the game. And if you saw it going towards Devin, I guess he knew he didn't have Leroy's vote. Yeah. Because then he goes to Leroy after, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, well, and nobody, I mean, at this point, can, is it safe to say Leroy even has a vote? He just does what Cam says. And that's the problem that I have. Well, and it's interesting because Cam was with Josh, right? Mm-hmm. So they had Josh and Casey, Cam and Leroy. So they were fine working together. Now that Cam is with Kyle, Kyle. they don't have that connection. So now Leroy trusts Casey less because they no longer have that other side of the house. Right. It's a mess. Yeah. I'm, I'm having trouble following it, but I love it. Yeah. Um, so Leroy they, and Casey are keeping each other at arm's length. Wes goes to Leroy. So Wes must have known right away that yeah. he was the target. He begs Leroy to move forward. Cam totally pulls Leroy's strings. Absolutely. 
as she's he's, been, what is it? Dickmatized? What's, yeah. She, I, whipped. Whipped. Mm-hmm. Dickmatized is the other way around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a nice way to say it. it's, it's, I'm not going to say the word, but it's like a P whipped. That's what you say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to say it. We're yeah. going to say it. We try to keep PG around here. Um, So obviously the house picks Devin. Leroy says that he needs to look out for his long-term game and he picks Wes. Okay. Um, The elimination is called snapping point. They're tethered together. They run through pole, like they zigzag through poles. First one to reach the buzzer wins. It was kind of a sad, I, I think that Wes was defeated, right? Like, yeah. Fessy threw them in. No one was going after Fessy. Like, he didn't really have control of the votes. No, and I think it's just, like, time and time again, like, you know what this is happening here. You see this game. You know it's just not going to be, like, any other season. It's going to be a constant thing. Yeah. And, like you said, Devin is my friend. He really needs this. He has a situation going on with his mom. Like, it's hard for me to really want to strive to, like, take him out right now. Well, also, I don't know if you know this, like, Wes is a big tech investor. Yes. So he took his winnings from his last two wins and invested, like, I mean, he's, like, donating millions of yes. dollars to charity. Like, he's wealthy. Yes. Like, he's, like, dragging people online Absolutely. about ra- – he'll give a dollar for each rating loss or whatever. Like, he's like he's wealthy. And I think that the way that he shows himself on Instagram doesn't bode well with these kids who have nothing who are, like, living paycheck to paycheck. Absolutely. Understandable. Like, Ashley, the same thing. Like, Ashley's like, I got a million dollars. I live in Mexico. I do whatever I want. Like right. – it doesn't bode well when you have to get into a group and you have to like adapt to these right. people who like are like, no, you, you have a million dollars. Yeah. Um, Devin wins. I think that Wes, his heart wasn't in it. He was just like, yeah. I don't know how, I just don't, he was digging the hole. Like he had him. I don't understand. He did. What, and like I said, I think he lost a momentum. I think the frustration kicked in and like he, he said, I don't have the heart yeah. to do this to my actual, this is my friend. And there's so many spoilers out there, but I don't want to know. But I feel like yeah, this I don't isn't either because I don't end well for Leroy. It's not. It never does. Yeah, he always Leroy gets, uh, always gets. If, it, if it's not Cam before that, it was Johnny. Like he was always attached to somebody that he was yeah. doing the bidding for, and he's not looking well, out he, for himself. Well, here's my problem, and so we were going to talk about this later. So last week, Fessy was like, "I want Joseph. I want physical." Da da da, and then didn't go down. Mm-hmm. And then this week, apparently, so I did. You watch after the votes where you get to see how everyone votes. Mm-hmm called declassified or something yes so everyone in there leroy told every single person i want devin this week down there yes so that's why they most of them voted for devin and then leroy didn't go and here's the problem is like you're gonna ultimately have to steal a skull somehow right and you're gonna steal it from these people that are also these people aren't gonna vote for you to go down there so now you're gonna be in a situation where it's they're not playing smart games. No. They're not looking Go at in. the bigger picture. Fessy would have just, like, Fessy could have had a skull in two seconds. Yeah. It made no sense. They're playing long term, but they keep forgetting that, like, you need a skull to be there long term. So what's the point? Right. I'm going to laugh if it comes to a point, like, in week seven when he's like, okay, skulls are done. Right. Like, y'all got to go home. You did this to yourself. Yeah. You did this to yourself. Because that's what, wasn't there someone last season didn't have a skull? And like, okay, yeah. see you. Like, thanks for coming. Yeah. And it was like, you worked so hard for nine weeks. Yeah. (laughs) What are you waiting for? And every week TJ says the same thing. You guys know you need this skull, right? And he told him, he's like, there's, there was 10 skulls. So now we're down to. Yeah. Like, do you understand what you're doing? Three guy skulls, three girl skulls left. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Hey, by the way, Fessy, you had two chances. 
you passed up two opportunities. Well, and here's the thing now is like, because here's the other problem is that there's so much switching going on mm-hmm. that you can't, your alliances are essentially destroyed. Every time. Because the same thing like, oh, we're going to target Devin every time because yeah. he has a skull. Like, no, now his partner's Tori. So now what are you going to do? And that's why he did that. Because he Tory. knew. Yeah. He Smart. was like, I, we don't get along, but I'm going to grab onto you. Poor Natalie. Natalie's just like, hey, new partner. Right. Natalie. So now we ended with Te- Devin stealing Tori. Mm-hmm. Corey then had to take Natalie, which is still a strong team. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm just, I wish I could just watch it. I wish it was just like one like 19 hour broadcast and I would just watch the entire thing start to finish. Yeah. I mean, I don't have that much time, <laughs> yeah. but I totally would be all about it. Like, I wish it was like on Netflix where you could just choose to watch four episodes at once. Yeah. Uh-huh, I agree. Yes. Agreed. Final thoughts? No, I mean, I love it. I hope we start to see some better, smarter gameplay. Um, but I love it. I love it. And it's funny. I was saying like, oh, is it a guy's day? Is it a girl's day? Like, how do you, like, obviously it was just a girl's well, day. Well, it was so confusing though, because it wasn't, it was just a guy's day. Yeah. Because Kyle came back. Yeah. But then, so then technically it would be a girl's day, but then with Nicole leaving and then Devin being by himself and then getting voted in, there wasn't a girl to go in because it was just yeah. Devin by himself. So, I mean, I guess. Interesting. But that's what Big T and her vote thing. She's like, oh, I voted because I thought I thought it was a girl's day and then Nicole would be there and I would get a free ride. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what, I think that's what they were. She's assuming. the brain. Shees the brains and CT's the brawn. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's the brains I would choose. No. She's kind of silly. Yeah. She's cute. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Um, that is it for episode 12. Yes. So we will be back next week with Atlanta mm-hmm. below deck. OC and LLC from tonight and Dallas. Yeah. And then we'll probably touch on The Bachelor. Yeah. I just, the two hours kills me. I know, Jess. It could just be a little something. But I want to see I these mean, you know, ratchet girls. I think that's the best just... part, just seeing that. Um, thank you for joining us. Yes. Follow us on Instagram. Like us. We've got like 18 likes on Ooh. Apple Podcasts now. Like we're just wow. getting up there. So go and like us on up five Thanks, stars. Guys. Um, reviews, it. whatever you can do. Tell your mm-hmm. friends. We and are international. We've got Germany. We've mm-hmm. got Switzerland. Whatever you whatever you want to And we always to love suggestions. Yes. Any anything shows, you're please. watching. Um, anything on random networks that we don't think for of sure. or get with. Like. Give it to us. Um, I'm going to be busy because both 911s are coming back. I know. Oh, I love it. So yes. excited about it. Love them. Um, yeah. So thanks for joining us. Happy yes. New Year. Happy New Year. We'll we see will you see all you next year. We will see you in 2021. <laughs> yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.